When I was about uh, halfway through the seminary, uh, about my, I don't know, second or third year through the seminary, we went on a uh, annual retreat at the Jesuit Retreat House in Parma. Has anybody ever been there, the JRH? It's a great place. So, um, in one of our conferences on our retreat, right, this is just before we were about to start our year. We were, in one of our conferences, we were advised to reflect on this gospel that we heard today. You know, uh, Jesus' question to Peter, do you love me more than these? Do you love me? Do you love me? And at the time, in all honesty, I took this in kind of a uh, petty way, a real way, but I took that as, this question as like, Anthony, do you love me more than these things, you know, that you like, you know, coffee, um, alcohol, uh, steak, <laughs> um, your, your favorite music, the movies that you love, these things that I love, that I, I enjoyed. And I, and I took it like, do you love me more than these things, right? But as I'm walking around one of the paths outside, this thought struck me and it just stopped me and I stole my breath, right? And it was like, do you love me more than these people? And that was a real question to me, because it's no secret that I love people. I love many, many people, always have, right? It's just a gift, right, of love. And that's what brought me to the seminary, because I, I wanted to love as many people as possible, right? But so I had, to, I had to ask myself, of all the people in my family, all the people in the church, all the people outside the church that I love, like, do I love Jesus more than them? Because at the time, I felt like my identity was like, I was a lover of people, yes, but I wasn't a lover of Jesus. The answer was no at the time, not yet. It wasn't true. And maybe the danger that I, was, that I realized I was facing is that if I just loved people by my own, my own steam, right, all I was doing was bringing people closer to me, you know, not closer to the Lord. And God forbid, was I, bringing, was, was I distracting people uh, away from him by being closer to me? So I realized, and I'm still realizing, right, that it was God's love in me all that time that was for people, that was for so many people, which is true for all of us, right? And I can say, I can say now, like, yes, Lord, I love you more than these. Okay. Je I love Jesus more than I love you. And this is weird for me to say. It's weird. Because I love you all so much. Okay. I love Jesus more than you. Because anything good in me is from him. Any ability to love that I have is because he loves me first. Think of all the people that you truly care and love about the most. You're only able to love them. You only have it in you because God loves you more and God loves you first. And so this moment in Peter's life, right, he's just taken up his call. Jesus rose. He died. He rose. Jesus, uh, Peter took up his call. He said, yes, I will be whatever this means. I will be this rock for the people. He's, he was trying to love the disciples as best he could. He was trying to be the leader and uh, the rock that they needed him to be, right? And when Jesus came onto the shore, right, Peter tucked in his garments and jumped out of the boat and ran to the shore. 
So Jesus knew how happy he was to see him. Jesus knew, he knew Peter loved him, right? But he wanted to prompt him and say, okay, say it. Do you love me? Like, profess it. Do you love me more than these? It's like saying, say it so you know it, right? And why was it so important, right? You know, once, once Peter says, yes, 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 Lord, I love you. I love you more than these. It was in that moment that Jesus said, I trust you. Now I trust you. Go, feed my sheep, tend my lambs. Because not only was this moment about Peter rededicating himself to the Lord, right, after he denied him, uh, you know, left him behind, right? Not only was that, is that Jesus wanted to know, when you love my people, your love is coming from me, not for any one of them, not for any one person. And so the, the truth is, we, we hold on to the people that we love. Yes, we do. We hold on to, th to things, yes, but people that we love. But if we're not holding on to Jesus, then it's inevitable. We're just going to cling to things and cling to people in our life too tightly. And maybe we'll be asking more of them than they can be for us. And maybe we'll be trying to be more for them than we have it in us to be. If we're not holding on to the security of God's love, of Jesus' love first. So I think either if we, if we don't, if we forget his love, we're either going to not love people enough or love them the wrong way, you know? And so, do you know those moments when we're close to Jesus, we're clinging to God's love, we have this comfort, we're content to love people freely, you know, as we should, and love, and love them just as, as he would because we're safe in his love first. And then love and trust, I think, have to go together, right? If you truly love a person, you trust them, right? So do we trust Jesus' love more than ours? Do we trust his care for these people in our life or for these intentions more than we trust our words, our work, our care? And the best thing is, right, if we do, then we don't have to be everything this person needs. We don't even have to be enough for these people that we care about. We just have to be there. That's hard enough, right? Just to be at peace and be there. So when our children are persevering down the wrong path and we see it, we trust Jesus to bring them back, right? When our parents don't understand us, and aren't listening, we trust that Jesus is the one that can change their hearts, open their hearts to who we are, right? When our spouse fails to love us perfectly, which they will, right, <laughs> we let Jesus love us in all the ways that they can't, to love us through them and to love us in ways they cannot love us. And when people judge us, you're right, like attack us, when friends betray us, we're safe if we're leaning on Jesus, knowing he is that friendship that we need the most. And if we're trying to stay close to the Lord and keep, keep falling short, uh-huh, uh-huh, I would say maybe stop trying so hard and let Jesus bring you close 
as I like to say, shut up and listen, right, and breathe. Let him do the work and bring us close to himself. And maybe, lastly, right, can we ask ourselves, is my closeness with this person or is my care for this situation bringing them closer to God or distracting them from God? And if so, what space does he need to do all the things that we can't accomplish? So, number one, right, if we love Jesus first, then we'll want what he wants for this person, not what we want. And if we let him love us before everybody else, then we will love people more than we can imagine and we'll love more people than we can imagine and enable him to be his love out in the world despite us, despite us. So maybe as we, as we approach Jesus today, just breathing in that moment as we approach Jesus today, like, if you trust him, say it, right? I trust you with this. I trust you with this. And if we love him, like, say it. I love you. I love you more than these. And know that he knows, but say it so we can know that yes, yes, Lord, I love you. You know that I love you.